there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. And so let's go uh, to the book of Jonah chapter 1. That's where we've been and that's where we'll be this entire week. Uh, even as we pray and seek God's direction uh, for this month. Jonah chapter 1. Jonah chapter 1, the Bible says from verse 1, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Then verse 3, But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tashish from the presence of the Lord. I want to read that verse again because that's what we're going to focus on today. But the Bible says, verse 3 again, But Jonah arose to flee to Tashish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tashish, so he paid the fare and went down into it. He even financed uh, his journey, you know, in a different direction, to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now, today we want to look at something else that we see in the life of Jonah. We have seen that the word of the Lord came to him. Uh, we have seen that uh, God told him to arise. And yesterday we saw uh, the reason for his commission. He was being told to go to a city that was full of wickedness. And so today we want to look at the disobedience um, of Jonah. We want to look at the disobedience of Jonah. You know, I want to read that verse again, and I want you to take note of several things here. But Jonah rose again to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now, I want us to look at the disobedience of Jonah. The first thing that we see here is that Jonah went uh, the opposite direction. Now, from this story, we see the marks of disobedience in the life of Jonah. Jonah went the opposite direction. God told him to go to Nineveh, and he decided to go a different direction. He went to Tarshish. He fled to Tarshish. And so he never went in the direction that God wanted him to go to. He decided, you know, to have his own mind. He decided to have uh, his own direction. And you see, that's, that's how, you know, disobedience looks like. That sometimes God tells you to do one thing, but you demonstrate to God that you have your own mind. You have your own will. You have your own preference. And so you choose to do exactly opposite what God has told you. And many of us, we are guilty. In fact, all of us, we are guilty, you know, of uh, this act of disobedience where God says one thing and you decide to do another. God tells you to go this direction and you, you decide you're going to take, you know, a completely different uh, direction. You know, we decide to go against the commands of God. We decide to go against, 
you know, uh, what God ha has instructed us to do in his word. I mean, God tells us that I want you to serve him and we choose not to serve him. You know, God tells us, I want you to love, you know, people. We choose not to love people. God tells us, you know, I want you to uh, forgive people. We choose not to forgive people. We are always going the different, uh, uh, the opposite direction of what God instructs us to do. You know, God tells us, I want you to give, you know, your offerings and your tithes, you know, so that there may be food in my house. And we choose not to do that. So we are like Jonah. Many times we are not um, really, really um, uh, obedient, you know, to God's commands. We decide that we are going to do things according to our own preference, according to our own will, according to our own desires. And many of us have been guilty. If not, all of us have been guilty of this act of going the opposite direction, just like Jonah. God tells him, I want you to go to Nineveh, but he chooses to go to Tarshish. He chooses, chooses to go the opposite direction. He chooses to defy God's instructions upon his life. And today we're going to pray about this as well, because many of us are in this place. We are not going where God is telling us to go. We are not doing what God is telling us to do. We are going a different direction. We are doing our own things. We have our own mind. We have our own, you know, preference. God tells you to do one thing, you, you choose to do the other. God tells you to go here, you choose to go, you know, a different place. God tells you to do this thing, you choose, you know, to do a totally different thing. And we grieve the heart of God because of going the opposite direction. Today we are changing Today we are repenting. Today we are turning around and we're telling God that if you tell us to go to Nineveh, that's where we're going to go. If you tell us to do this, this is what we're going to do. Whatever you instruct us to do, that's what we are going to do in Jesus' name. Secondly, another mark of, the, uh, of disobedience that we see in the life of Jonah is that he fled from the presence of God. He didn't just go the opposite direction, but he chose to flee from the presence of God. I mean, as a Christian, I think our desire should be to be in the presence of God. And all of us would desire that. And that's why we are even here this morning. But can you imagine somebody running away from the presence of God? Someone decides that I don't want to be in God's presence. I don't want to hear his voice. I don't want to be uh, in contact with God. I want to be far away from the presence of God. This guy fled from the presence of God. This is another sign of disobedience. People who flee God's presence are disobedient. Um, people who choose that they don't want to live in the presence of God, you know, are walking in disobedience. And this is how Jonah was. You know, he decided, man, uh, uh, I, I don't want to be where God is. You know, I don't want to feel him. I don't want to feel his power in my life. I don't want to feel his glory in my life. I want to be totally disconnected, you know, from God. Verse 10, the Bible says, even the men who are around, you know, Jonah in the boat, you know, when you read the story later on, when they started developing problems, you know, the men who were in the boat, verse 10 says, for the men, um, <coughs> excuse me, for the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them, he told them, look, I'm not just traveling to Tashish, but I'm running away from the presence of God. So even the guys who were around, you know, Jonah, they knew that this guy was actually running away from the presence of God. Look, ladies and gentlemen, people who are around you will know if you're running away from the presence of God. Somehow, you know, your speech, your words will betray you. Somehow as you talk, you know, with them, somehow as you fellowship with them, they will know that this 
guy is running, you know, from God. And many of us people have told you that you are running away from the presence of God. You are running away from the calling of God upon your life. Many of us people have told us, you know, that you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be, you know, serving God. You're supposed to be in church. You're supposed to be, you know, doing the will of God. And, 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 and many of us, we don't realize that we are actually walking in disobedience. The people around Jonah knew that he was running away from the presence of God. He was trying to avoid God. It's a sign of disobedience when God tells you, you know, to dwell in his presence and you decide that you're going to run away from the presence of God. And I have I've encountered countless of Christians who are running away from the presence of God. They don't want to hear the voice of God. They don't want to hear the instructions of God. They don't want God to tell them that I want you to serve me. And so they keep away from God's presence. It is a sign of disobedience. And I want you to understand something here. You might think you're running from the presence of God, but God is everywhere. You can't actually literally run away from his presence. He is everywhere. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Psalm chapter 139, you know, from verse 7 to 8 there. It says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. So you cannot literally run away from the presence of God. And, you know, Jonah actually um, discovered that pretty fast, that you can't actually run away from the presence of God. Look, he, he, he tried his best, you know, to finance his journey away from God's presence. But everywhere he went, God was there. Everywhere he went, God was there. When he went to the sea, God was there. When he uh, paid his fare and boarded the boat, God was there. I mean, you cannot literally run away from the presence of God. If you're here listening to me and you're thinking you have dodged God, you're thinking you have run away from God, that he can't speak to you anymore, he can't call you to serve him, you think you can run away from the calling of God, from the presence of God, you can run away from the assignment that God has given unto you, I'm telling you, you're tripping. I'm telling you, you're lying to yourself. God is everywhere. He's going to get you. He's going to catch up with you. He's going to arrest you. I'm telling you how he will do it. I don't know. But from the story of Jonah, you can learn something that you cannot run away from his presence. He is everywhere. He's going to catch you. He's going to get you and he's going to bring you back to his will. So I want to advise you instead of being disobedient, please be obedient to God and allow him, you know, to do what he wants to do through you. Allow Allow him to use you. Allow him to allow him to guide you. Allow him, you know, to instruct you concerning, you know, his purpose over your life. You cannot run away. You might think that you're running away, but let me tell you, he is everywhere. Everywhere you go, he is there. You know, you bought a boat, you know, to try and go as far away as you can, but he is in the boat. He is in the seas. You know, if you fly, he is up there. Whichever means you use to try and run away from God, I want you to know that he is there and you cannot successfully run away from his presence. If I were you, I will turn around and say, God, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. You've called me to serve you. I'm coming back. You've called me to do your will. I'm coming back. You've called me, you know, to do uh, uh, this thing for you, to run this errand for you. I am coming back because I have realized you, have, you are everywhere. Jonah discovered pretty 
clarity first that you cannot run away from God. He will get you. Listen to me. There's somebody listening to me here. You've been running away from God. You've been running away from the calling of God upon your life. You've been running away from the presence of God. You don't want God to, to speak to you because you know what God is going to tell you. You don't want to hear his voice because you know what he's going to tell you. He's going to tell you, you know, to step into the ministry. He's going to tell you to be serious with your Christian work. He's going to tell you, you know, to start tithing. He's going to tell you to start serving him. And you've been running away. You don't want to hear his voice. Let me tell you, God is going to get you. He's going to get you. He's going to arrest you. It doesn't matter where you are. He's going to get you. He's going to reach you. He's going to send a big fish, which is going to swallow you and take you back to the place of obedience. Hear me this morning. If I were you, I'll just turn around and say, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Use me. He ran away from the presence of God. And he realized pretty fast that you cannot literally run away from God's presence. Number three, another mark of disobedience that we see. The Bible says he went down. He went down. He went down. He went down. Where did go? Did Jonah go? He went down. He went down to Joppa. He went down to Joppa. He went down, down, down to Joppa. You know, I did a word study of the of the name Joppa, and Joppa means beauty or glamour. That means he chose to go to a beautiful place at the expense of fulfilling God. God's mission upon his life. He went to a place of glamour, a place that was shining, a place that was beautiful, and he didn't want to go to Nineveh, a place that was stinking with wickedness. But that is the place that God wanted him to go. And many of us are like that. We don't want to go to the places that are stinking. Uh, we want to go to the places that are beautiful. You see, Sometimes obedience or God's commands will send you to a place that is broken, to a place that is stinking, to a place where it's full of sinners so that you may be able to preach to them. You may deliver them. You may share with them good news so they may come back, you know, to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jonah decided to go down to a place that was glamorous. He decided to go down to a place that was beautiful. He decided to go down to a place that, you know, was looking nice. There was no corruption. There was no wickedness. A city that was looking beautiful. And he chose not to obey God because God was sending him to a wicked city. God was sending him to a city that was broken. God was sending him to a city that was stinking with sin and wickedness. He was sending him to a place that didn't have systems. He was sending him to a place that was full of corruption, crime, violence, abortion, murder. He was sending him there. And when he looked at, he looked at Nineveh, he looked at Nineveh and then he looked at, you know, Joppa. He said, no, 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 God, you don't understand. I'm going to Joppa because Joppa is beautiful. Joppa is glamorous. Joppa looks so nice. Joppa is full of great things. Joppa is full of nice things. So I will not go to where you want me to go. I will go where I'm attracted. And that is Joppa, beautiful place. And he didn't know as he was going to Joppa, he was going down. He was going down. He was going down. When you're disobedient to God's command, you begin to go down. You begin to decline. Everything about you begins to go down. He went down. He thought he was going to a beautiful place, but that was the beginning of his downfall. He started going down. He started declining. He started declining. It was the beginning of his downfall. When you're disobedient to God's command, 
man. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be in Joppa, a beautiful place. You can be in Joppa, which is full of glamour, glitz and glamour. You can be in Joppa where you think everything is working. But let me tell you, you are going down. And I've seen many people going to Joppa and they think that they are going to a beautiful place. But in real sense, they are going down. They are going down. Why? Because they are not in the will of God. They are not in the purposes of God. They are not functioning where God wants them to function in. They are attracted with the beauty and the glamour of Joppa instead of going to Nineveh, a place where their assignment is, a place where their purpose is going to be fulfilled, a place where God has called them. And you have seen it happening in our world today. Everybody wants to go. Everybody wants to go. People are using you know, people are using all types of means to go to beautiful countries. They are risking their lives. We are seeing others are, you know, using boats, risking their lives because they are trying to go to Joppa. They are trying to go to beautiful places. They are paying their fare to go to beautiful places. Uh, you know, and some of them are running away from the calling of God upon their lives. They are running away from where, from, from the places that God wants them to function in. They pay their fare. They go down. They use boats. They they risk their lives. They become corrupt. They change their passports. They do everything they can to go to Joppa. But let me tell you, as they get there and they are feeling like, you know, now we have made it, most of them, they are going down. Why? They are not in the will and in the purpose of God. And hear me, I'm not saying about everybody. I'm talking about Jonas who are running away from God, who are running away from their assignment, who are running away from their calling because they are going to Joppa, a glamorous place, a beautiful place. They don't want to go to Nineveh. They don't want to go to the streets and preach. They don't want to go to places that God wants them to function in and preach and so they begin to go down i pray for you that you will not go down in the name of jesus you will not lose your location of assignment and begin to go down in the name of jesus christ the bible says samson went down he went down to timna and when he went down to timna because he was going down he met a woman called delilah and that was the beginning of samson's trouble he went down to timna he met a woman by the name delilah and from that point the life of samson began going down he started declining. The anointing started declining. The effectiveness that he had in ministry started declining. The power that he had in ministry at some point, he woke up and realized. And he did not realize that that power had already left his life. When you go down, when you go to Joppa and you go and you go to a place where God has not called you to go to, let me tell you, you will begin to go down. Disappear disobedience kicks off your declension disobedience will make you go down it will take you down i'm telling you and that's why you have to be obedient to god's word let me move on quickly but i pray for you that you will not go down I pray for you, you will, you will go up. There will be a lifting. You will arise. You will not go down in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not be pulled down with disobedience in Jesus' name. You will not decline. Your health will not decline. Your finances will not decline. Your relationships will not decline. Your ministry will not decline. Your anointing will not decline. You will not fail. You will not go down because of disobedience in the name of Jesus. I pray for you today that you will be a woman who is fully committed to 
to God's commands. You'll be a man who is fully sold out to God's commands in the name of Jesus. You will give yourself totally to God so that you may not go down in the name of Jesus. Number four, another mark of disobedience that we see in the life of Jonah is that he lacked progress. Yes, he was trying to go to Joppa, but he was not progressing. That's why there was uh, there was turbulence in the sea and they were trying to row. You know, these guys who were with him, they were trying to row to go to the right place, but they couldn't reach there. Why? Because of disobedience. When you are disobedient, I am telling you, you will never make progress. Hear me this morning, even as we get ready to pray. When you're disobedient to God's command, you will look like you're busy. Look, they were busy trying to row. They were busy offloading, you know, the boat. They were trying to lighten the load in the boat. But look, they were not making progress. The wind was against them. The sea was against them. The factors surrounding the boat were against them. And so they could not move. They could not move because in their boat was a guy who was disobedient. In their boat there was a guy who was running away from the calling of God upon his life. So no matter how active they looked, no matter how busy they looked, they were not making progress. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me this morning. You can be very busy. You can be very committed. You can look like your hands are busy. You are moving from one place to another. You are working so hard, but let me tell you, if you're disobedient to God, you are not making progress. You are barren in your business. You are sweating with little to show. You are working hard. You are sweating. You are breaking your, you know, your back, trying to do things, trying to make things work. But it will never work because disobedience will always sponsor your stagnation. Let me say that again. Disobedience will always sponsor your stagnation. You will not move because God is not with you. You have gone a different direction. You have chosen your own mind. And because you have chosen your own mind, God will not bless what you are doing. You have chosen your own mind. You, he will not bless your business. He will not bless your home. He will not bless your marriage. He will not bless your ministry because you have chosen to go a different direction. So you will look busy and people will look at you and say, oh, this guy is busy. This lady is busy. This, this, these people are busy, but let me tell you, you are not making progress. You are on the same spot. You are like Samson moving on a treadmill, going round in circles, but you are on the same, same spot. Mercy. That's why you have to choose to be obedient to God. Don't be like Jonah because you need to make progress. Don't be like Jonah because you have to move ahead. You have to move higher. You have to, you cannot, you cannot afford to be disobedient because disobedience will sponsor your stagnation. You will not move. You will not progress. You will not experience quantum leaps in what you're doing. You will not expand. You will not see success coming your way in any way because of your disobedience. I challenge you today, if you're going to progress, you have to become the obedient. Look, if your disobedience in the area of tithing, disobedient rather, in the area of tithing and giving, how can you prosper financially? You cannot. You will look like you're getting money, but you will not prosper. Money will be coming in your hands, but there is nothing to show. You are busy, you are working, but because you have gone against God's commands, you will never prosper. You will never progress. 
you will struggle financially. I'm telling you the truth. If, if you had any area in your life that you're disobedient to God's command, you'll be busy in that area. People see you're busy, you're working, you're roaring. Look at this guy, roaring. The boat trying to get to land. At some point, they even change their direction to try to get to the land so they can save Jonah, but it couldn't work. They have, they have flooded their boat so they can lighten the load so the boat can actually remain afloat. It couldn't work. It was almost breaking apart until they dealt with the disobedience in the boat. When they took Jonah and threw him, you know, out of the boat, when they dealt with disobedience, that's when, you know, the sea became calm. When you deal with disobedience in your life, progress will begin to take place in your life. And so this morning, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. I hope you're ready to pray. We are going to pray. And look, I am telling you something that is very powerful. A lot of Christians are frustrated in our churches today. It's because they're disobedient. They're not obeying God. And see, and you can see they're busy. They're busy serving. They're busy coming to church. They're busy attending me. But at the heart of their Christianity is disobedience. And they know. And you know. When you're disobedient, you know. When you disobey, you know, you know, it is in your heart. Even as I'm speaking right now, you can see areas in your life that you're disobedient. And in those areas, you will struggle, I'm telling you. Nothing will, you know, nothing, nothing will come out of those areas. Nothing good will come out of those areas. Unless you deal with disobedience, forget about progress. You cannot grow, you cannot move, you cannot expand, you'll be busy, you will sweat, you'll break your back. But let me tell you, you will never progress in your life. You'll be like Jonah with these guys, roaring, working hard, struggling, but they're not moving. They were in the same spot until they dealt with disobedience. That's when their progress, you know, began. So this morning, we're going to pray. My goodness, I feel the power of God here. We're going to pray quickly. Number one, you're going to pray that you're going to be obedient to God's word. You're going to be obedient to God's word. The word of the Lord came to him, but he obeyed God. He disobeyed God's word. The word of the Lord came to him. And many times the word of the Lord comes to us and we disobey that, you know, the word that has come to us. But today we're going to pray that we're going to obey God's word. When you obey God's word, things will just begin to happen. The Bible says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, look at that, is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree. You know, he's meditating. He's meditating on this law. Why is he meditating? Because he wants, you know, to have a right standing with the word of the Lord. And then he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatever he does, whatever he does in business, in marriage, whatever he does, starting a company, whatever he does, it shall do what? It shall prosper. So you're going to pray that you're going to be obedient to God's word. Quickly, number two, you're going to pray that you're going to be obedient to his voice. God will speak. God will speak to you. Even right now, some of you, God is speaking to you. You are hearing the voice of God. You're not just hearing my voice. You are hearing the voice of God clearly speaking to you on obedience. You shall obey God's voice. Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. The Bible says that when Jesus had been baptized, there was a voice that came from heaven. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a light. This is John. He saw the Spirit of the Lord 
Let me read it. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased in. They could hear the voice. They could hear the voice from heaven. You will sit under teachings and you will hear the voice of God. Pray that you'll be obedient to his voice. Number three, you're going to pray. I'm moving quickly because we have to pray. You're going to pray that you're going to be obedient to God's leading. You're going to be obedient to God's leading. God gave Jonah direction. God gave Jonah instructions. And this direction was to lead him to his assignment. God's directions will lead you to your assignment. But he chose a different assignment. He decided to go and travel, you know, with fishermen to go to Joppa. The Bible says... <clears throat> In Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the day. He was led. He was led by the Spirit. He was led. And where was he going? He was not going to a glam glamorous place. He was not going to Joppa. He was going to the wilderness, a place of testing. But it was the Spirit that was leading him. The Spirit of God will not just lead you to nice places. He will lead you to places where God wants you to be. And so you have to obey the leading of God. It, the Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness, not a glamorous place, not Joppa, not a place full of beauty and glamour, but wilderness, no tree, no building. He was just there alone, but it was the leading of the Holy Spirit. I'd rather be in the wilderness under in the instructions of God than to be in Joppa because I'm following my own inclination. I'd rather be at the center of God's will, even if it's in the wilderness. And that is where Jonah was. He was faced with this situation. He was faced with this decision, rather, to choose either to be in the wilderness or to be in a beautiful place. And he chose to be in a beautiful place. But Jesus is different. Jesus chose to be in the place that was not beautiful, that was not glamorous, because he was obeying the leading of God. And what happened? Look at verse, uh, uh, um, look at Luke chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. Now, when the devil had ended every temptation that is in the wilderness, he departed from him until an opportune time. Then Jesus returned. My goodness. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit to Galilee. And news of him went out throughout all surrounding region. Jesus returned. When you go to the place of your assignment, which is in tandem with the will of God, you will always return under the power of the Holy Ghost. You will return with the grace of God. You will return with the anointing of God. You will return with the power of God. Today we are going to pray for, 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 for obedience. We're going to pray that we shall be obedient to God's word. We shall be obedient to God's voice and we shall be obedient to God's leading in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you ready to pray? We have a couple of minutes to pray here quickly, but I felt that was very important for me to share with you so that we may pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice right now and begin to pray that you shall be obedient to God's word in the name of Jesus. Whatever God tells you to do, you shall obey in the name of Jesus. Raise up your voice right now and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we come to you. We come to you. In fact, 
before even pray for that, I want to encourage you to repent. Repent right now of areas that you've not been obedient to God's word in the name of Jesus. Areas that you have gone against God's word. He has told you in his word to do one thing and you chose to do a different thing. Repent right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we repent this morning. We repent this morning for not following after your word. We repent this morning for not following after the instructions in your word. We repent this morning for not abiding by your word in the name of Jesus. We repent this morning for not following the scriptures, what they tell us to do in the name of Jesus. Your word has instructed us oh, to do many things. Oh, as far as prayer is concerned, as far as worship is concerned, as far as serving you is concerned, as far as finances are concerned, we have been instructed in your word, yes, on how to live, on how to behave. But many times, Lord, we choose our own mind. We choose our own direction. We decide to defy what your word says concerning us. And so today, oh God, Father, we repent. We repent for disobedience. We repent in the name of Jesus. We repent, oh God, for choosing to walk a different path, for choosing to move in a different direction. We have not been, oh God, obedient to your word. We have not practiced your word to the latter. In the name of Jesus, we ask you, Lord, forgive us this morning. Cleanse us, oh God, from the sin of omission. Cleanse us, oh God. Oh, yes, for choosing not to obey your word, for choosing not to obey the principles and the instructions that are embedded in your word today. Come on, somebody, ask God to forgive you for the sins of omission. Ask God to forgive you for choosing not to obey his word. Ask God for to forgive you for choosing not to abide by his word this morning in the name of Jesus. You don't want to be like Jonah because the word of God has come to you many times. The word of God has been relayed to you through different platforms, but you have chosen not to obey God's word. Ask God to forgive you. Ask God to cleanse you. Ask God to purify you. Ask God to wash you clean, that you may be obedient to his word in the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, this morning we choose to be obedient oh, to your word. This morning we choose to abide by the commands of your word. This morning we choose to abide by the instructions that you have given us in your word. This morning we choose, oh God, to follow your word. Yes, this morning we choose to obey the instructions, the precepts that you have embedded in your word. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be like Jonah. We shall not be disobedient like Jonah. We shall not defy your word. We shall not challenge your word. We shall not override what you have said in your word. We shall not go against what you have instructed us to do in your word, Jehovah God, this morning, Lord, we pray, have mercy on us. We pray, have mercy on us. We pray, have mercy on us. We pray, oh God, that you may have mercy on us. You may forgive us of the sins of omission. You may forgive us, oh God, of, 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 of neglecting your word in our lives. In the name of Jesus, you may forgive us for not doing and practicing your word. You may forgive us for not living under the authority of your word, Jehovah God. Have mercy on us and cleanse us and purify us. Wash us clean, Lord. We don't want to be like Jonah. We don't want to walk like Jonah. We don't want to operate like Jonah. We don't want to move around like Jonah. We don't want to go against your word like Jonah. Lord, this morning 
morning, have mercy on us. Oh Lord, this morning, cleanse us from this sin. And we want to pray, Lord, we desire to be obedient. We desire to be obedient. Give us the grace to be obedient. Give us, strengthen us to be obedient. Help us to be obedient. Remind us to be obedient to your word, oh God. When we, we, when we are almost forgetting to, uh, to practice your word, let your spirit remind us. Let your spirit remind us. Let your spirit speak to us. Let your spirit, oh God, yes, impress upon our hearts the importance of obeying your word in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Secondly, I want you to pray that you will obey God's voice. God's voice will come to you through different avenues. It will come to you through songs. It will come to you, you know, through preaching. It will come through, uh, it will come through fellowship. It will come to you through so many, you know, uh, avenues. And I pray that you will hear his voice and you will obey his voice in the name of Jesus. Jonah had the voice. The voice came to him. The word of the Lord came to him through God's voice, but he disobeyed God's voice. I pray that you will not disobey the voice of God. There will be a voice speaking to the inner spirit inside of you, telling you what to do. There will be a voice speaking to you concerning the things that God wants you to do. There will be a voice. There will be a voice. You will hear that voice because you are a child of God. Pray that you will not disobey that voice. Father, this morning, we pray in the name of Jesus that when we hear your voice, we shall not disobey your voice as you speak to us through our inner man. We shall not disobey that voice. We shall not override the voice of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. We shall not override the voice of God in our hearts, speaking to us, leading us, and guiding us in the name of Jesus. We shall not override the voice of God, instructing us on what to do in the name of Jesus. We shall not override the voice of God that warns us on the decisions that we are about to make, that warns us uh, concerning the places uh, that we want to go uh, to go to and uh, the voice that warns us uh, concerning the people that we want to uh, to hook up with we shall not despise that voice we shall not override that voice this morning in the name of Jesus we shall abide by the voice of the Holy Ghost we shall abide by the voice of God oh yes in the name of Jesus as your voice warns us on the danger that is ahead we shall retreat in the name of Jesus. As your voice warns us of the calamity that is ahead, we shall retreat in the name of Jesus. As your voice warns us concerning our lifestyle, we shall change our lifestyle in the name of Jesus. As your voice warns us concerning the mistakes and the blunders we are about to make, Father, we shall retreat in the name of Jesus. As your voice warns us concerning bad friendships, and bad company that is meant to destroy our faith and our testimony. We shall turn around in the name of Jesus. As your voice warns us concerning bad associations that are meant to compromise our integrity, we shall, oh God, retreat in the name of Jesus. Your voice will be precious to us, oh God. Your voice will be precious to us, oh God. We shall not neglect your voice. Forgive us for neglecting your voice. 
voice. Forgive us for uh, overriding your voice. Forgive us for despising your voice. Many times you have you've spoken to us. Many times you have guided us through your, your voice to our inner man, but we have despised your voice. We have gone a different direction. Today we pray, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for going a different direction. Forgive us for going the opposite direction. We want to follow your voice. We want to obey your voice. We want to abide by the leading of your voice in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I even pray today that our ears will be open to know your voice. I pray today that our ears will be open to be able to decipher your voice in the midst of this noisy world in the name of Jesus. Our ears will be sensitive. Our ears will be discerning. We will discern your voice in our busy schedule. We shall discern your voice when we are in the company of other people. We shall discern your voice when we're in the middle of making a decision in the name of Jesus. We shall hear your voice. We shall hear your voice. We shall follow your voice when you speak to us, Jehovah God. Your voice we shall know. You have the voice of the stranger. We shall not follow because you are, we are your sheep. We are your sheep. We are your sheep. We are your sheep. As we hear your voice, we will follow your direction. As we hear your voice, we'll abide by your direction in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, the voice of Satan we will not hear. The voice of Satan we will not follow. The voice of demons we will not follow in the name of Jesus. This morning, may our heart be sensitive to your voice, Jehovah God. This morning, may our spiritual antennas be elongated to know your voice in the name of Jesus. May we have the ability to pick up spiritual frequencies in the name of Jesus. May we have the ability and the capacity to understand this, the, the voice of the Spirit, to understand the voice of God in the middle of this noisy world. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, we shall not miss your voice. I pray, oh God, we shall not miss your voice. As you speak to us, we will know your voice. As you speak to us, we will know that this is you. This is you. This is the shepherd of our souls that is speaking to us in the name of Jesus. And the voice of the stranger, the voice of Satan, the voice of demons, we shall not follow in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, open the ears. Open the ears. Open the ears of your people. Open the ears of your children. Cause them to be discerning. Cause them to discern and to decipher your voice in the midst of their circumstances in the name of Jesus. Help them to know your voice in the middle of their confusion in the name of Jesus. Help them to know your voice when they are in a dilemma in the name of Jesus. Help them to know your voice when they are backed up in a corner and they have run out of options. May they hear your voice. May we hear your voice in the name of Jesus. May your voice guide us. May your voice lead us. May your voice instruct us in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, I pray for you this morning. You will hear God's voice. I pray for you this morning. You will be discerning. You will know God's voice. You will know God's voice. You will understand God's voice. You will understand how God speaks in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. 
that you will not be derailed by the voice of the devil. You will not be derailed, be derailed by the voice of demons. In the name of Jesus, you will know God's voice. You will decipher God's voice. You will understand God's voice when he speaks to you. In the name of Jesus, and when you know God's voice, you will be obedient. You will be obedient. You will be obedient to that voice. In the name of Jesus, you will abide by the instructions of that voice. In the name of Jesus, you will walk by the commands of that voice. In the name of Jesus, you will abide by the precepts of that voice. In the name of Jesus, you will operate under the leading and guidance of that voice. In the name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God, my God, this morning, Lord, may our ears be open. This morning, oh God, may our spirits be sensitive. This morning, oh God, I pray we shall know your voice. 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 And when we know your voice, we shall obey your voice. In the name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God. Oh, your voice will lead us. Yes, in relationships. Your voice will lead us on how to manage our finances. Your voice will lead us on how to do ministry. Your voice will lead us in the name of Jesus. The third thing I want you to pray, to pray that you will obey the leading of God's voice over your life. You will not be like a Jonah who decided to go a different direction. You will allow God to lead you. You will allow the voice of God to lead you. You will be obedient to the leading of God upon your life in the name of Jesus because God wants to lead you. God wants to guide you. God wants to direct you. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. He wants to order your steps. He wants to guide you. He wants to lead you. I want you to pray that you'll be obedient to the leadings of God upon your life. You will not resist the leadings of God upon your life like Jesus. You will allow the Spirit to guide you. You will allow the Spirit to lead you. You will allow the Spirit to walk with you. You will allow the Spirit to determine the direction of your life. In the name of Jesus, this morning, Lord, we pray, we shall, we shall obey your leading. We shall obey your leading. We shall obey your leading. This morning, in the name of Jesus, we shall obey your leading. In the name of Jesus, as you lead us, we will follow. As you lead us, we will flow with you. As you lead us, we will walk with you. In the name of Jesus, may you order our steps. We shall be obedient to your leading. May you order our steps, oh God. Many times we don't know what to do. Many times we don't know where to go. Many times we don't know which direction to take. But as you lead us this morning, Lord, we pray that we shall be obedient. We shall be obedient to the leading of your spirit over our lives. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be disobedient like Jonah. We shall be obedient to your voice. We shall be obedient to the leading of your spirit over our lives. No matter where he leads us, if he leads us to Nineveh, we shall go. Wherever he leads us, we will go. The place might not be glamorous. The place might not be appealing. The place might not be attractive. But Lord, we know that if we follow your instructions, we shall return under the power of the Holy Spirit. We shall return with spoils. We shall return with favor. Lord, order our steps this morning. 
We want to be obedient. We want to be obedient to the leading of your voice. In the name of Jesus, Father, there are people here who are stuck. There are people here who are in a dilemma. There are people here who are in a hole, a deep black hole. They don't know what to do. They know which direction to take. They don't know which direction to take. I pray that may you lead them. I pray that may you guide them. I pray that may you instruct them by your spirit in the name of Jesus. And as they hear your voice, they are going to be obedient in the name of Jesus. Some of them are stuck financially. Some of them are stuck. Yes, they don't know what to do. Their finances are dwindling. Things are going haywire. I pray that may you lead them. I pray that may you instruct them this morning in the name of Jesus. And as you lead them, I pray that may they be obedient to your word. May they be obedient to your voice. May they be obedient to the leading of your spirit in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God, we shall be obedient. We shall be obedient to your leading, to your leading, to your leading. Lead us this morning. Lead your people this morning. Lead your people this morning. Come on, cry out to God and tell him, lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. I don't want to lean on my own understanding. Lead me, Lord. I don't want to lean on my own strength. Lead me, Lord. I don't want to lean on my own experience. Lead me on. Lead me, Lord. Lead me, lead me. Lead me, oh God. Yes, I'm at a crossroad, but I know that if you lead me, Lord, I'm going to return under the power of the Holy Ghost. I know that when you lead me, you will lead me to places where you want me to be. You will lead me to meet people that you want me to meet. You will lead me to go and uh, and do things that you require of me. And when I return, I will return under the power of the Holy Spirit. I will return with a testimony. I will return with great spoils in the name of Jesus. I will return with victory because I was walking under the leading of your spirit, Jehovah God. May he lead you this morning. May he lead you this morning. Whatever decision you need to make, may he lead you this morning. And as you hear, as you sense, as you see the leading of the Lord and you begin to obey and follow the leading of the Lord, you're going to experience victory and success in your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. My God, thank you, Lord. We shall not be like Jonah. We shall not be disobedient like Jonah. But, oh God, we shall be like Jesus. We shall be like Jesus. He allowed the Spirit of God to lead him. He allowed the Spirit of God to instruct him. He allowed the Spirit of God to show him where to go. And he was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. But because he was under divine instruction, the grace of God was with him. The power of God was with him. The anointing of God was with him. When he came back, favor, he obtained favor with men. The Bible says people heard about him. As you follow God, oh, God will validate you in the eyes of people. As you follow the leading of God, God will vindicate you in what you're doing. As you follow the leading of God, I'm telling you, he will honor you. He will elevate you. He will raise you. He will lift you in the name of Jesus as you obey the leading of the Spirit of God as you obey the leading of the voice of God I'm telling you you will return with great victory in the name of Jesus Christ you will return with great victory in Jesus name I pray for you this morning that even as you endeavor to obey God even as you endeavor to obey his word even as you endeavor to obey his voice and his leading I pray 
pray for you in the name of Jesus that success will follow you. Goodness and mercies will follow you. Greatness that is embedded inside of you will be unleashed in the name of Jesus. The good things that God has designed for you, you will see them. You will experience them in the name of Jesus. As you walk in obedience, you will eat the good of the land. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I see you enjoying the good of the land because of obedience in the name of Jesus. I see you experiencing the good of the land because of obeying God's word, because of obeying God's voice, and because of obeying God's leading in the name of Jesus. I see you enjoying the goodness of the land in your family, in your marriage, because of obedience to God's word, to God's voice, and to God's leading in the name of Jesus. I see you enjoying the good of the land because of following God's leading upon your life in the name name of Jesus. I see you enjoying blessings upon blessings because of your obedience to God's word, obedience to God's voice, and obedience to God's leading in the name of Jesus. May you be a partaker of the good things that this world has to offer. May you be a partaker of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living because of obedience in the name of Jesus. May you experience great things. May you experience the fulfillment of your heart's desire. May you experience the fulfillment of your dream. May you experience the fulfillment of your vision because of obedience in the name of Jesus. Anything that was not working as you engage the key of obedience may it begin to work in the name of Jesus. Anything that was stuck in your life as you engage the key of obedience may you experience a breakthrough in that area in the name of Jesus. Anything that was not working in your life as you engage the key of obedience may it begin to work in the name of Jesus where there was wicked weakness and feebleness in your life as you engage the key of obedience may you receive strength may you receive strength may you receive power in the name of Jesus. Anything that was attracted into your life by disobedience May your obedience kick it out of your life in the name of Jesus. Every curse, every failure, every disease, every sickness that afflicted your life because of disobedience today, as you engage the key of obedience, may it be kicked out of your life in the name of Jesus. Any form of calamity, any form of stagnation, any form of retrogression that came into your life, any form of poverty, lack and want that came into your life, any form of struggle that came into your life through disobedience, as you engage the key of obedience, may it be kicked out of your life in the name of Jesus. May breakthrough be your portion. May love be your portion. May peace be your portion. May increase be your portion. May stability be your portion. May joy be your portion in the name of Jesus as you engage the key of obedience. Obey
obeying the word of God, obeying the voice of God, and obeying the pleading of God in your life, may you experience bountiful blessings over your life today in the name of Jesus. Blessings that cannot be quantified. Blessings that cannot be numbered in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May you return with spoils like Jesus. May you return with favor like Jesus. May you return with goodness and mercy like Jesus. May you return with great things like Jesus because of obedience in the name of Jesus. You will not be like Jonah. You will not be like Jonah. We will not be like Jonah. We will not be disobedient like Jonah. We are going to be obedient like Jesus. I pray that prayer over you this morning and I decree from today you become an obedient Christian who obeys God's word, who obeys God's voice, and who obey, obeys God's leading. And when you do that, you will see the blessings of God coming upon your life. May that be the portion of your life. In Jesus' name, we pray and we all shout a big Amen. Amen and Amen. Can you clap your hands? Can you glorify God? Can you magnify God? Can you thank Him? Can you thank Him that the Word of God has challenged you today to be an obedient child, to be an obedient Christian, to be an obedient servant of God? Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. My goodness, I feel blessed. I want to challenge you to be, obey, to be obedient. I want to challenge you to obey God's word. I want to challenge you to obey God's voice. And I want to challenge you to obey God's leading upon your life this morning. Hallelujah. You're not going to be disobedient to God anymore. You've seen the consequences. I didn't even have time to go deeper. Their lives were threatened because of disobedience. But when they dealt with disobedience, there was calmness. And please take this very, very seriously. Take it very seriously. It's time for you to be obedient. To God's word. It is time for you to be obedient to God's word in the name of Jesus. Choose to be obedient to God's word. Choose to be obedient to God's voice. Choose to be obedient, you know, to God's leading upon your life. Very important. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazu Techero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.